ay, 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 ay. Hola, amor. Hola, cariño. Y bienvenidos a... Uy, qué horror. A Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. I am Johnny. And I'm Eileen. Hey, Eileen. How you doing over there? Oh, hello, Johnny. How are you? I'm doing great. Just sitting here with a lovely cup of tea. Not coffee today. Tea. Shocking. What kind of tea? Oh, just some Irish blend from Trader Joe's. I felt like tea today, first of all, because I've had three cups of coffee already. And I was like, you need to pump your brakes. Pero también in this movie that we discussed today, there's a lot of tea. Tea. Would you like some tea? Tea, tea, tea. So I was like, ¿sabes qué? Te, 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 quieres te? Te, 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 una tacita de té. So here, here we go. Salud. Cheers to you. I have a little butt of my cold brew from earlier this morning. Mm. So I'm going to drink that. I just want to say that I recently went to the movies to see the movie X, Ty West's new I film. Saw. Highly recommended. Go see it, everybody. Uh, I hear Jenna it's very Ortega good. is in it, and I believe she is Mexicana. So, you know, that's very cool. And mm. the other gal is half Brazilian. ¿Cuál? La otra muchacha que tiene el pelo, not Britney Snow. <laughs> Mia Goth? Yeah, she's half Brazilian. <gasps> See? We're covering this movie at some point. Whenever it's on fucking on on demand, <laughs> we're going to talk about this movie. Okay, very cool. But before we get to that, let's talk about today's movie. Actually, before we get to talking about today's movie, how about you guys subscribe, rate, and review? <laughs> Uy, que horror. And whatever podcast listening platform you use, go over there, give us five stars if you like, and tell us something nice in the review section. And um, yeah. And also, I just want to say, like, we've got a lot of five star reviews, not to toot our own horn, but also, you know, toot toot. Toot toot. But somebody gave us a three star, and I was like, huh, I wonder why. ¿Y qué dijeron? No dijeron nada, pero like, you know, on like Apple Pod, whatever, you can see like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. like one, two, three, four, five. And there's, it's all five except for one person mm. who was like, you know what? These fucking assholes deserve a three, which is still great. But I was like, ¿Y por qué? Let's take them down a notch. <laughs> Show us your face. Yeah. Who Say are you? Say your name. Say your Leave name. Leave a review and just tell us specifically who was it? Why? What's going on here? Yes. What, what are we doing wrong? Uh, okay. Anyway, so let's talk about this movie today. It was my pick this week. Mm -hmm. So... It's been a while since we've been to Argentina, so we are returning to Argentina, che. Che, boludo. <laughs> with the movie Piedra, Papel y Tijera, which means rock, paper, scissors, mm -hmm. like the freaking game. Well, it's interesting. It's Piedra, Papel y Tijera, not O Tijera. Interesante. Yes. Mm -hmm. Usually you'd say rock, paper, or scissors. Right. But this is and, and scissors. scissors. Yes. Yes, prepositions are important. Mm. So this movie, like I said, it's from Argentina, 2019. It was written by Macarena Garcia Lenzi, Martin Bluson, Julieta Garcia Lenzi, and Valentin Javier Diment. And it was directed by Macarena Garcia Lenzi and Martin Bluson. You want to give us a little synopsis? Absolutely. Thank you, IMDb. Once again, uh, you're... Pretty nice. <laughs> Magdalena returns to her childhood home to settle her father's inheritance with her half-siblings. Things turn bleak when Magdalena suffers an accident and has to rely on Maria Jose and Jesus for her recovery. Great. 
So mm. I just want to give a little kind of preface here before we begin. And okay. I apologize if this is spoiling some of your tri- trivia, but I just want to say it right now that this was originally a play written mm-hmm. by Macarena Garcia Lenzi mm-hmm. called, I believe, Sangre de Mi Sangre, Blood of My Blood. You ready to go to this dank-ass house in Argentina? Mm-hmm. Okay, vámonos. <laughs> we hear a doorbell buzzing and the Wizard of Oz dubbed in Spanish playing in the background. And just by the way, it's specifically the part where Dorothy is being told to go home because there mm. is a tornado coming. So right. right off the top, you're like, oh, there's a storm a brewing. Symbolism. <laughs> a storm is a brewing. Also, <laughs> just very fast, they they say Los Munchkins, and that made me laugh so much. Los Munchkins. <laughs> Los Munchkins. Adorable. <laughs> Our first actual shot in this movie is of Maria Jose, who is a woman, I'm going to say she's in her 40s, She's got this long, reddish, wavy hair. She's sitting there on this couch watching The Wizard of Oz in her stark-ass living room. Like, this Mm -hmm. living room... Beige. Muted. Marble everywhere. Pero you would think Mm -hmm. that's nice, but it feels cold and clinical, Mm -hmm. but dirty. Dusty. And also abandoned almost. Yes, but this is her home. She lives here. There's weird yeah. kind of statues around. Oof, it's just statues freak me ooh, out. It is not inviting in here whatsoever. Not at all. So Maria Jose is there sitting watching The Wizard of Oz and then we cut to home video footage of a guinea pig in a cage and still you hear the doorbell buzzing off somewhere. I <laughs> I would have been so pissed if I was the person outside ringing that doorbell. Hello? Over and over and over again. Well, this is interesting because any normal person would be like, oh, they're not home. Pero clearly the person outside knows that they're home. In order to get the attention of these people, I must ring and ring and fucking ring and get ready for ringing and ringing and ringing throughout this movie. One of Eileen's favorite things, things just ringing incessantly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we discovered that the person filming this guinea pig with his little, you know, camcorder is Jesus. This is Maria Jose's brother. Mm. So Jesus comes out to the living room where Maria Jose is watching Wizard of Oz. He puts his camera down and he takes the blanket that she has on top of her and he, you know, ruffles it and all these crumbs go flying, which felt very like childlike to me. Like she's just sitting there eating saltines and the crumbs are getting everywhere. And she doesn't care. Right off the bat, for me, what was weird was this adult woman watching Wizard of Oz by herself and not in a, the way she was sitting on the couch was kind of like slumped yes. down. And like there was something very childlike in the way that she watched this children's movie yes. that already immediately off the bat, you're like, oh, something what's what's something's funky. So Jesus comes out, he ruffles her blanket, crumbs go flying and flying, and he says, hey, <laughs> the doorbell's buzzing, go see who it is. And she's like, andalos, porfis. So he goes, piedra, papel, o tijera. So they play rock, paper, scissors. And even though she kind of cheats at one point, she ends up winning. And then we get our title card, piedra, papel, y tijera. Mm. 
So Jesus goes downstairs to answer the door and he walks his fingers down the railing the whole way. And again, I was like, that's something a child would do. Yeah. And so he gets to the front door, he opens it and we meet Magdalena. And Jesus is straight up like he doesn't recognize this woman at all. And she's like, hola, Jesus. And they embrace. It's me. It's me. Hello. They embrace. And Magdalena seems very emotional. So they go upstairs and Maria Jesus says to Magdalena, hermanita. So you're like, oh, okay. These are all siblings here. Yeah. Maria Jose says, it's been so long. Why didn't you tell us you were coming? And Magdalena says, well, I called many, many times, but nobody answered the phone. Uh-huh. Important. Yes. So they all sit down and Maria Jose says, hey, you want some food? How about some tea? Let me get you some tea. Tea, 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 tea. And immediately you're like, whoa. Es que no se callaba. I was like, you need to pump the brakes. Yeah. And again, it was something that a little kid, the way a little kid talks. Well, you know, I'm talking to you about this thing. And I really like when we go like this and this, you know how little kids like get on a fucking tangent and just go yes. ham. Yes. It felt like that. Yes. And so Magdalena's like, no, gracias. I'm fine. Pero Jesus turns to Magdalena and he's like, hey. If you change your mind, please tell Maria Jose that you want tea. And it's like, oh, interesting, because this seems to calm Maria Jose down a little bit from her like yeah. tangent focusing on tea. Yeah. And so Magdalena's like, listen, I would have come sooner, but I was suffering from some health stuff. And then Maria Jose is like, you know what? Actually, I am going to go get you that tea. <laughs> And you're like, puta, okay, ¿qué está pasando? Dude, this woman ADD. is, just, she's got to get that tea. So off she goes. So now that they're alone, Jesus tells Magdalena that after their dad shot himself, he was left practically an invalid. So you're like, oh, okay, that's what's up right yeah. now. So Jesus says, you'll stay here, right? And Magdalena's like, no, 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 I can stay at a hotel, but I'll at least stay here just one night. So Maria Jose... And Jesus take Magdalena to their dad's old room. And this room needs work. The whole house needs work. First of all, don't take me to my dead dad's room. The room where he probably died. I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. People die all over the place. But this room, the dead dad's room, it's got like a little teeny tiny twin bed. The walls, the curtains, the wallpaper, it's kind of like brownish. Like it's just been years. Dingy, beigey, yellow. Oxygen tanks in there. There's a fucking IV stand. Like it's not good. It's just not good. So Magdalena's like, thank you so much. I will definitely be going to a hotel tomorrow. <laughs> so Maria Jose pulls out some freaking Wizard of Oz sheets because she's obsesionada. And she's like, Yo. listen, we'll paint the walls blue for you. Blah, blah, blah. She keeps talking and Magdalena fully zones out, which is another which is a recurring thing throughout this movie. Yes, I, it happens a few times. I won't mention it every time, but she tends to like when eh, la, la Maria Jose kind of just goes on on, Gets on, on, her, on her tangents. tangents Magdalena's like, me, me voy. She's gone. But then Magdalena snaps out of her days because she's like, <laughs> You don't have to be like, don't be silly. You don't need to paint this room for me because I'm going to be in town for two weeks. Plus, I'm going to be staying at a hotel once I'm done here. Two weeks should be 
quite enough to do to go through the paperwork to take care of business. So let's start tomorrow at 9 a.m. So Jesus and Maria Jose leave her for the night. Because she lives, this woman, Magdalena, lives in Spain. She doesn't yes. live in Argentina. Yes. She's traveled all the way from fucking Spain. Yeah. So they think she's just moving back in into this home of theirs. And she has to be very much like, everybody breathe. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I'm yeah. just going to be here for two weeks. Like, I know we haven't seen each other for a long time. But that's another thing that's here where you're like, how long has this, have you not seen mm. each other or spoken? Like, what's going on here? And things continue to be kind of like dropped and revealed, revealed. here. Mm. So Magdalena, now by herself, she starts to unpack her essentials. And we do see her passport here. That is a, a passport from España. So you're like, okay, she moved away at some point. She showers. She gets into bed. And then the camera pans down to show us her cream-colored shoes right by her bed. Now, at this point, I was still confused as to what the what the horror would be mm. in here because mm-hmm. we're it's still very um, information section. Like where this is, we're establishing who we are, where we are, and all that. And I was like, because of the statues and like this creepy vibe that this house gave, mm. I was expecting ghosts, ghouls, and goblins. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And uh, I expected maybe dad ghost vibes. And so when <laughs> they when they pan down to these shoes, I was like, ¿Adónde qué me va a salir? I was waiting for something to pop out from under the bed. Oh. And then the light changes, and you're like, Oh no, this is just to specifically show the shoe pay attention to the shoes and then to show that time is passing when the light of the sun finally comes back yes oh get ready to take a sharp left turn from ghosts everybody yeah (laughs) so so it's the next day and magdalena wakes up also just to establish here everybody these three characters are like i said jesus magdalena and Maria Jose, like we're talking mm-hmm. Biblia here, people like Biblia. OK, so it's the next day and Magdalena wakes up. She goes to the study where she sees two boxes which contain the ashes of her dead father and mother, question mark. So just then Jesus comes in with her breakfast and he pulls out some paperwork and she says to him like, hey, I would have liked to have been consulted before you cremated him. Right. And Jesus is like, listen, everything just went so fast. You get caught up in it. And so Magdalena is like, well, is there a will? And he says, nope, no will. So she says, well, hey, look, she's all business. She's like, we're going to need all of our birth certificates and your mother's death certificate. I've already got my mom's death certificate. So here we discover, oh, different moms pero same dad. So Maria Jose, Jesus, same mom. Magdalena, different mama. Okay, got yeah. it. And Magdalena is older than these two. And I don't think Maria Jose is meant to be 40. I think she's in her 30s. Oh, okay. Like, I think she's younger than, than what you think. But not only just because she acts childlike, but because... Again, because I think Magdalena is the oldest sibling. The dynamic is so interesting in this film, especially because La Maria Jose does act like, I mean, she acts like she's fucking 10. There's something, something is... Sums up. Stuck there, yeah. Yes. 
So Magdalena then asks Jesus if they want to continue living in the house, and he gives her a look here that I can't place. But she seems to understand the look, and she says, yes, of course. Did you get this? Was this something about Maria Jose, the sister? He's her caretaker, is what mm, I thought. Mm. That Jesus is taking care of, even though Maria Jose comes in hot and being like, do you want tea? Let me take care of you. Mm. Here are your sheets. Let's paint this room. I got this, like, I'm taking care of my sister mm. because something is not right there. So Magdalena continues, listen, I'll have to sign over my part of the inherit inheritance and you can give me a third of the property value. But Jesus says, listen, after all of dad's treatments, there's no money left because public health doesn't cover expenses for suicide attempts. Fuck. Mm. And all that was left was his disability pay. And that's going to be canceled any day now. So Magdalena's like, well, you know what? A real estate agency will have to go, they're going to have to come and value this house and we're going to have to put it up for sale. And then Maria Jose comes in and she's like, "Hi, Magdalena, are you still acting? So we find out that Magdalena is an actress and Maria Jose shows Magdalena this scrapbook that she has filled with news about her performances and things like that. Pero la Maria Jose says that she stopped collecting the newspaper clippings after Magdalena moved to Spain. So it seems also that the move was sudden and unannounced. And Magdalena's all like, you know, sometimes I do think about coming back to Argentina. One never stops thinking about their place, to which Maria Jose says, no hay lugar. No hay lugar. Como el hogar. Como el hogar. There's no place mm -hmm. like home. Girl, stop watching The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> And then Jesus tells Maria Jose that Magdalena is there to help them sell the house. And Maria Jose seems perturbed. Yeah. Uh -oh. There's something with Jesus feels like he's keeping something from Magdalena about or with Maria Jose. And now it's almost as if Jesus and Magdalena have this like moment against or withholding from Maria Jose. Yes, there's a lot throughout the movie of like two characters in a room and then another character comes in and those two characters have to like sh shut up, you know? Alliances. We're, yes, alliances. We're all telling secrets, pero separated. What's going on here? And something yes. I got here is that Jesus is very much protective of... Maria Jose, but specifically about like, he knows that she can get heated. So he's yes. constantly like being like, hey, it's okay. Calm down. He knows how to calm her yes. tantrums. So it seems like what right now it's like, we're all nervous that Maria Jose is going to fucking blow a gasket. Freak out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the vibe we're getting. Agreed. So it's a bit later and Magdalena is ready to leave. And as the three of them descend the stairs to the front door, Magdalena's like, I'll have the house valued early tomorrow morning and then we can all go out for lunch. And then whoops, dude, Oof. Magdalena falls hard down these stairs. Like I'm talking Madeline Ashton slamming down those stairs. <laughs> Just a head turned backwards. <laughs> And these stairs are marble, marble stairs. And we get 
zoom in shots mm-hmm. of like her leg hitting the marble stair, her neck hitting the marble stair, her arm, her everything. Quebrandose fucking todo. Ulta. Bam, boom, bong. And when I tell you, I was like, holy fucking shit, I didn't see this fucking coming. Yeah. It's and it's it's literally a scene you watch and you're just like, ooh, oh, damn. Uh-huh. We fade to Maria Jose praying the Our Father at the foot of Magdalena's bed again, her father's deathbed. Mm-hmm. And but now with Wizard of Oz sheets on. Can we just get some different sheets, please? I'm not a child. Guys. Oh, man. So Magdalena comes to and she's got a full neck brace on. And Maria Jose says the fall produced an edema in the spinal canal, which I was like, what the fuck is that? So apparently an edema (laughs) (laughs) is like a bruise. It's swelling caused by fluid in your body's tissues is what I discovered because I had no freaking clue. Now, I just want to point out at this point. I am still thinking like, it's where's the ghost? a haunting thing. <laughs> ¿Por qué? <laughs> Te voy a decir por qué. Porque cuando la Magdalena se cae en las escaleras, uh-huh. like, hits, goes down, when she lands, they show us a shot of one of the statues that's up there, like a face, and I was like, the statue did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was like, it's one of them. It's a haunting of Hill House vibe where them statues are coming alive. <laughs> that house. I don't trust this house. Oh, <laughs> if only that had been what happened. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> I wrote, oh, shit, it was the statue. <laughs> oh, it was the statue, everybody. End of film. Yes. That's how it ends. <laughs> So, okay, so Maria Jose is like, listen, you got this fucking bruising fluid in your spinal canal, so don't be scared if you can't move your legs for a while, which I was like, oh, fuck, not good. And then Magdalena says, why did you push me? Someone pushed me down the stairs. And Maria Jose is like, what? Of course we didn't push you. And then Jesus comes in. So Maria Jose is like, Jesus did you push Magdalena down the stairs? Pero claro, Jesús like, it's like, of course I didn't. I rewound because I was like, I it was the statue. <laughs> At this point, I'm still thinking it's the statue. Me too. Oh, to, to see the put the fall. Me too. I was like, espérate, vamos a buscar y nos enseña. You don't see, pero it's shot in such a way where they're kind of, they're kind of behind her. So you're like, I also rewound and I was like, you can't tell. You can't tell. You can't tell. It was the statue. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so Maria Jose at one point leaves the room. So it's just Magdalena and Jesus by themselves. Mm-hmm. And she turns to Jesus and she's like, dude, your sister pushed me down the stairs. Mm. It's a little while later and Maria Jose and Jesus have left Magdalena to rest. And Magdalena just takes this, this opportunity to scream and scream and scream for help. Just Dude. hoping somebody will help her. And we're like 15, 10, 15 minutes into the movie here. Not very far. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is she screaming? She knows she's fucked. Okay. So again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> man, man, I was a real big dummy for the first, what, 20 minutes of this fucking movie. You're like, did she see a ghost? Well, I literally wrote, 
what is it? Because it looked like she was looking at the corner of the room. and she, Oh, that's terrifying. And she just started screaming. And I was like, she sees something. And she's just like, ah, ah. Because I thought it was her screaming for these her siblings to come and help her. But on all, she was screaming out the window for somebody to hear her. Yep. But, so I literally wrote, what is it? <laughs> what are you screaming at? So in <laughs> retrospect, you realize, like, we're still early in this film. She's freshly in this in this situation. She knows yeah. she's fucked. And she's yeah. screaming bloody murder. Nobody comes. Of course. We cut to Maria Jose. She's preparing Magdalena a bowl of bland-ass broth on a tray, along with a pair of <laughs> small decorative ruby slippers. Girl. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Oh, man, the obsession. So Maria Jose then spoon-feeds Magdalena broth, and she says, sometimes we don't need to scream for God to hear us. And I was like, so you just let her scream. You could hear her clearly, and you just fucking let this woman scream. Ooh. Dude. Ooh, 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 And Maria Jose says, hey, listen, I'll take good care of you because I'm good at cooking now. It took me a while to learn because Isabel did everything before. And I was like, who the fuck is Isabel? Former maid, uh-huh. caretaker? Who was it? And when Maria Jose says, you're going to have to be here at least a week, Magdalena's like, ho, 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 ho. I can't be here a week. I've got shit to do. Yeah. And Maria Jose says, well, what could be more important than your health? No es una pavada, which I loved. Pavada. It's a while later. And also, this is another thing that I need to establish. The length of time here. I don't know if this is days, hours, weeks, or months. I don't really know. But in this moment, I'm going to say it's a while later because Jesus comes in to speak with Magdalena. And now her neck braces off. So I thought it could be that some time has passed. She's been here for a while now. Right. So Jesus says, oh, look, I found your purse. He gives Magdalena her purse. And he says, the doctor will be here tomorrow to see you. And about what you said about Maria Jose pushing you down the stairs, I'll talk to her and I will indirectly ask her if she did. Okay? An alliance. An alliance, yes. He is very trusting, seemingly trustworthy here, where you feel comforted almost by him. Absolutely. It's not, he doesn't say it like... Hey, don't worry about it. I'll fucking figure out if she did it or not. No, he's like, I understand that you're concerned. Don't worry. I know how to talk to her. Mm -hmm. So I will be I'll I'll say it in a in a nice way so that we don't seem like dicks. Cool. Like that kind of thing. Exactly. Which you've seen him do this already where he's very sweet and calming to Maria Jose. So you're like, oh, cool. He's got it. He'll he'll take care of this. Right. So Jesus leaves and Magdalena opens her purse to charge her cell phone, but her charger won't fit. Europe style. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It won't fit into the wall socket. So she needs one of those adapters. Ooh, have I been there? Have we been there? Oh, man. Dude, I just like fucking big old cubes of like things to plug into walls. Let me ask you this. Uh Uh-huh. Because I have a very specific memory of living in Brazil Mm. and having American electronics in the house Uh because often when my parents and I would come to the U.S., we'd bring home like things like una liquidificadora or whatever, Mm -hmm. like things where or because they lived in Australia, we had stuff from Australia, that kind of stuff, you know. So we had 
transformers in my house because you know wattage was different and shit like that and when i tell you that these transformers we had in our home were like blocks these cubes of iron and steel and copper they look they were crazy insane like i was like this can charge a fucking rocket what's going on whenever i think (laughs) of that shit i'm like you want to burn down your house one day Put one of these in there, plug it into the wall and pray to Jesus, basically. (laughs) Dude, we had like three of them in our house, one in the kitchen, one in the living room for whatever the hell. And I think one in our where we had the TV. And I was like, bro, if the robots that were like, they look crazy. (laughs) They look like batteries from out of space. I was like, damn. Totally. Okay, so it's later on, weeks, days, an hour, quien sabe, and Jesus (laughs) Jesus and Maria Jose come in to give Magdalena her pain pill, and Maria Jose is all like, you stink, we got to give you a bath. And at this point, this is interesting because she tells Jesus to go get a wash basin, and she's very in command. When it comes to taking care of Magdalena, she's like, it's my way. You listen to me, and I'm going to say, I mean, listen, this bitch gets crazy, but she takes good care of her. Yes. So now that Jesus has gone to get this wash basin, Maria Jose turns to Magdalena there alone, just the two of them, and she says, mm-hmm. Que facil es acusar. And then she pulls some scissors out of her waistband. That was so intense for me because I was like... Still figuring out, like, what the fuck's going on here? Well, at this point, I was like, I don't think it's ghosts anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What's with the scissors, Maria Jose? Yeah. And this was the moment that I was like, oh, we're focusing on this sibling dynamic. Yes. And she's holding up her sister's arm and, like, washing her armpit or Mm. whatever. And when she said the phrase, que facil es acusar, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. That is threatening Mm -hmm. and when she reaches into and like when we're talking scissors we're talking i don't know if if you're familiar with um because i lived in a in a bridal store with my tia i know a lot about cloth Uh scissors like so that those scissors are legit like fabric scissors which are very i mean they're all metal yes they're very specific looking they look humongous and terrifying and when she pulled those out i was like I don't trust anyone anymore. Oh, my God. No, absolutely not. I didn't know what to do. But also, this brings up an interesting point that she says, que facil es acusar, which means how easy it is to accuse someone. Yes. Meaning, that's what you mentioned about Jesus, where he was like, I'll ask her if she pushed you down the stairs, but I'll do it really delicately. Motherfucker didn't do it delicately at all. No. So you're like, okay. Is Jesus playing games here? What's going on here? Okay. What is their alliance? What is the Maria Jesus, Maria Jose Jose. and Jesus alliance going on? So these huge scissors are out. Thankfully, there's not a horrible death scene. Maria Jose uses the scissors to snip through Magdalena's bandage on her foot. Mm -hmm. So as Jesus and Maria Jose wash Magdalena... 
Maria Jose recites words from the Bible, which I am not a religious person. I had to look this up. It's specifically from Matthew 5, 38, 39. Is that how you say it? I don't know. And it says, yeah, sure. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And Maria Jose explains that their dad liked for her to read him the Bible while she bathed him. I wrote, not this Bible study during bath time. No. No, thank you. No, gracias. But then Maria Jose turns to Jesus and we see that Jesus is filming them. Filming this awkward bathing with his little video camera. Yeah. And Maria Jose is kind of like tickled by it. She's like, para, para. But she goes up and they start to like tickle fight and it's fucking weird at this point when she starts giggling about this moment magdalena is like leaning against maria jose and maria jose is brushing her hair and she drops magdalena so fast i didn't notice she like she was like and stand up and magdalena like a baby that can't use its head yet to turn the neck just flops over of course and i was like Dude, just bam, abandon that bitch, abandon ship, goodbye. (laughs) So after this very awkward little tickle fight, Jesus says, Que lindo estar todos juntos. And I thought, is it? (laughs) No, it's not. And then Maria Jose says, well, not todos. And she goes off somewhere. So Jesus puts down his camera and then he explains to Magdalena that he's filming a movie. And Maria Jose is the main actress. And Magdalena turns to him and she's like, dude, you don't need to sacrifice your whole life for Maria Jose. There are places where she can be taken care of. And I was like, oh, this was a big moment for me where I was like, that's what you think of Maria Jose, that she's so far gone that she belongs like in an institution. Right. That's what we're talking about here. Damn. Totally. But then Maria Jose returns. Oh, my God. She returns with the boxes containing the ashes of her dad and her mom. And she's like, now the gang's all here. Magdalena, pick which one you think is dad. Oh, my (laughs) God. Because they're the two exact same same boxes. So you couldn't tell. No. And so after an awkward moment, Magdalena picks one of the boxes and Maria Jose says, nope. This one is dad. You can tell because it's lighter. Because mom was pregnant when she died. So hers is heavier. Bro. Oh, yikes. Bro. I'm, I, 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 I wrote, holy fuck, the pregnant mom thing? Yeah. Like I And because she is legit cheery as oh, she's telling this smiling, story. Smiling, giggling, like a schoolgirl. Exactly. She's like, because you know, you know, mom was pregnant, so she put on a bunch of weight when she was because she was pregnant. And so that's why you could tell it's heavier. <laughs> it's like this is some dark shit. This bro. is dark. Yes. Yeah. So Magdalena straight up just starts to cry because this is creepy as fuck and overwhelming. And she's yes. like, I'm so sorry. I haven't processed all of this yet. So. Maria Jose and Jesus leave, but not before Magdalena asks Jesus for an adapter for her phone charger. And he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll get you one. I got a bunch of them. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> we cut to Jesus working on his what I'm going to say is a quote unquote film. Yeah, quote unquote. In his dank, dark <laughs> studio. 
And in this film, we see Maria Jose dressed as Dorothy Gale, like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. She's running in place, and superimposed behind her is the guinea pig that we saw earlier. Pero it looks huge in comparison to her. Like it's chasing her. Like Godzilla guinea pig, basically. Yeah. And then we see Maria Jose in this film again running, and she seems to be running down a dark hallway being chased by floating keys. Okay. Mm. So it's later on, and Jesus comes into Magdalena's bedroom with his video camera in hand at his side. And he explains to her that the doctor can't come because his daughter went into labor. Magdalena's mm. like, dude, call any doctor. Just, I, It doesn't yeah. matter which doctor. And he's like, yes, yes, I, I'll do it, but I have to do it secretly because Maria Jose will freak out. She hates doctors. And Magdalena's like... Yo no soy como vos. I'm not going to ruin my life because of a psicotica. Oh, shit. But also this sentence of him coming in and being like, oh, yeah, you know, his daughter went into labor. You can tell that he's been making excuses of why the doctor hasn't come Mm -hmm. more than a few times. It's misery. Annie Wilkes in misery. It's a thousand percent misery. It's the snow. It's the my phone. It's this. It's that. It's this. It's that. It's just excuse after excuse. Magdalena seems to be the through line. You're like, okay, she's the person that we're aligned with. But she seems the most like sane. Uh, she yes. and Jesus do at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But then you see like Maria Jose is childlike. So you're like, how can you mistrust somebody that's so yeah. innocent seemingly? And then Jesus is like, he's caring and providing to his sister. And yet both these people seemingly good say things and do things where you're like well i'm not sure now uh, i mean there's even moments where magdalena says stuff that you're like oh ow wait a second Damn. yeah okay so yeah. but i think that's the point that you're just like oh absolutely these power yeah, yeah, yeah. shifts the struggle the dynamic it's a lot so after she's like i'm not gonna ruin my life over a psicotica in comes maria jose so they pipe down And she's like, Jesus, go play with your camera because that's all you know how to do. It's like, whoa, damn, what the hell? (laughs) So he leaves. We cut to seeing Maria Jose and Jesus ironing a Dorothy costume together as the phone rings incessantly in the background and no one picks it up. Now, I also want to point out that the two siblings, the uh, Maria Jose and Jesus, they often wear clothes of the same palette Mm. like they're very matchy matchy whenever the clothes that they're wearing Mm -hmm. so much to a point where i was like maybe they're supposed to be twins like Mm. there was something about the fact that their clothes were so similar looking that i was like i feel like this means something but i can't pinpoint what it is yeah okay so maria jose gets all done up in her dorothy getup, and then oh boy They come into (laughs) Magdalena's room when she is fast asleep. They turn on some Christmas lights and they do the scene from Oz when Glinda, played by Jesus, Jesus is all, (laughs) are you a good witch or a bad witch? Is your dog a witch? And Maria Jose is Dorothy. She's like, oh, no, es Toto, which she's holding her guinea pig. But she says, (laughs) es Toto, es mi Peru. Did you hear that? (laughs) I wrote it. 
I've bolded it. I made it larger because when I tell you, I laughed so fucking what hard. What the you fuck was this? Es mi peru. Es mi peru. <laughs> like it's you know like it's supposed to be perro, pero es mi yeah. peru. Weird. Es mi peru. I laughed so hard. So Maria Jose finishes her scene and Jesus starts to clap and Magdalena's are like, oh, right. I should clap okay. right now. She's like smiling and clap, slow clapping. It's It was so uncomfortable. Oh, it's so strange. And then Maria Jose starts to bring Toto slash Tota, the guinea pig, because they called the guinea pig Toto, but found out that she's a girl. So Tota. So Maria Jose starts to bring Tota closer to Magdalena, but Magdalena is clearly creeped out by this guinea pig slash I wrote creeped out by Maria Jose. And so she smacks Maria Jose and screams, Sacame esa rata. And all of a sudden it's quiet and very uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Maria Jose says he's not a rata, apologize to Tota, which Magdalena does. But then Maria Jose says only God forgives. And as Maria Jose starts to leave, Jesus stops her. And he's like, hey, again, trying to calm her. He's like, look, Magdalena just got scared. She acted on impulse and she can't ask for forgiveness with her leg all broken. So he gets down on his knees and in a cutesy voice that gives me chills, cutesy animal voices, chills. He's all like, forgive me, Toto, Tota. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you a bicho. You're just so furry that I thought you were a, a araña pochito, which I had to look up. It means um, it's a Chilean tarantula, araña pochito. Oh. Great. So he's like, I thought you were a fuzzy tarantula, araña pochito. And Maria Jose is all like, she starts to find this cute. She starts to giggle. And then Magdalena to also like calm things down. She starts to giggle too. And Maria Jose turns to her and says, De que te reís, negra de mierda. Brother, cuando yo te digo that that slapped me across the face. Oh, same. I literally was just like, oh, ¿y por qué? ¿Y por qué? Porque, mira, everybody, Magdalena. These people are white. They are white. Twice. If anything, Magdalena has is a brunette. That's how maybe quote unquote negra she might be. Right. Pero la manera que esta mujer like went from zero to a hundred and snapped at her. De que te reís negra de mierda. Puta. Dude. No. And you know what this made me think? First of all, I was like, this is because she says this and she leaves. And yeah. I thought, look. I know we deal with a fo- lot of fucking racism here in the United States of America. Hello. It is everywhere. Bro. Pero qué? Mm-hmm. It is just as insidious and dark and evil in Latin America. Abso-fucking-lutely. Colorism. There is a class system, racist-ass shit that we both saw growing up. And yes. this hit me like a ton of bricks here where I was just like, me too. Fuck. Yeah. That's what you're saying to her here. And I agree with you that I think it's literally because she's got darker hair. This is fucked. Crazy. Okay. So let's keep going. Yet again, we hear the phone ringing incessantly. Dude. And we see Maria Jose and Tota and Jesus watching The Wizard of Oz again. This time, though, Jesus puts his head on Maria Jose's shoulder and she begins to stroke his hair. 
Okay. Oh boy. Okay, so it's later. Jesus goes into Magdalena's room, and this was the first time I noticed, oh, her door is locked. They're locking her in there. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. He unlocks the door. I was like, oh, she's she's locked in there. So he's got a tray of food. Maria Jose then comes in as well, and she says, look, I'm here to ask for forgiveness. Will you please forgive me? And since Magdalena doesn't answer, Maria Jose says, blink once if you accept my apology, twice if you don't. So Magdalena blinks once after a long moment. So Maria Jose is relieved. She sits on the bed and she's like, oh my gosh, I thought that you'd like the performance. I used, again, just weedy, 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 weedy. I used to have a Dorothy dress, but Isabel, again, I was like, who is Isabel? The maid? That's what I kept thinking. I think she, she was the maid or the dad's caretaker or both, yeah. you know? So Maria Jose is like, Isabel stole it. So when we fired Isabel, I stole her aprons. I have the ruby slippers, but they're tight on me. So I painted these shoes instead. Jesus gave me these shoes. Look. And she stands up. And we see that Maria Jose is wearing Magdalena's beige shoes that we saw earlier in the film, you know, right by her bed. But now... Right where the ghost was supposed to pop out <laughs> Right of. where I thought the ghost was going <laughs> to pop out. But now we see that Maria Jose has very messily sharpied them in red. So they, they're supposed to be her ruby slippers. Dude, this was, I was like, oh, Oh, no, 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 no. So Maria Jose, she keeps talking and she's like, oh, my God, Isabel, the maid stole a bunch of shit until Magdalena's like, hey, why do you keep talking shit about Isabel? We loved her. And Maria Jose says, yeah, well, I don't like it when people steal from me. Oh, by the way, hey, you should listen to Jesus's imitation of Isabel. Do it, Jesus. So Jesus does it y la Maria Jose se muere de la risa. She's laughing her ass off. And so Magdalena then turns to Jesus and she's like, oh, yes, he was always good at impersonating women. Remember when his friends dressed him as a woman and beat him up and locked him in the school and Maria Jose is Loses laughing her, her ass off. Now, before you continue, now, because we're not Argentinian, and we don't know what the the levels of multicultural people that live there. Mm. He does a specific accent when he does Isabel's voice. Yeah. That I think is meant to be either someone of lower class. You know what I mean? I couldn't place it. No, because I think it's... Is- disrespectful it felt racist and i was like i can't i can't tell if this is because i'm not and i don't know the levels of what people and how many different types of of cultures there are mixed into the argentinian uh diaspora uh but i was sitting there and i was like oh this this seems bad yeah i agree I don't know what exactly he meant by it, but I think we're meant to think that this is very, very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Magdalena, again, she's like, oh, remember when his friends dressed him up as a woman and beat beat Jesus up and then locked him at the school? And Maria Jose continues to lose her shit, but then she says to Magdalena, no, 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 you've got it wrong. His friends kicked the shit out of him, but they didn't dress him up as a woman. He did that all by himself. 
And so Magdalena goes, pobrecito. That's probably why he stole my suitcase. Hey, Maria Jose, did you know that he stole my suitcase? Probably so he could steal my nightgown and hit the town. So here I was like, oh, we've shifted. A third alliance. Ooh, we have shifted because Magdalena has switched sides again, a different alliance. And she's using this moment of connection and basically like levity with La Maria Jose against Jesus. And she changes the way she speaks to her. She mm -hmm. uses the ta same type of tones that Jesus talks to Maria Jose in. Mm -hmm. So like, did you know that he stole my suitcase? Yeah. Probably like very like, ooh, like t the way you speak to a child. Yes. And I was like, ooh, these games, these motherfuckers games. are playing dangerous yes. games. And also... This moment where, because the, the fucking, you know, painted, sharpied, ruby slippers, Maria Jose says, Jesus gave them to me. Uh-huh. And so you're like, he knew, he clearly knew that those were uh, Magdalena shoes, pero he yeah. just took them and he gave them to Maria Jose. And she says... They must have been my mother's and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what did, what did Jesus say to you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mentiroso. And then Jesus, now very, very much aware that this is going to hurt Magdalena. Very much aware. He does an impression of their dad. Where he's all, mm. where's Magda? She abandoned me. ¿Dónde está Magdita? So Magdalena clearly gets upset, so they both leave. So we cut back. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me right here. Mm -hmm. This is fucking weird. We cut mm -hmm. back to Jesus' home movie. Oh, boy. And we see Maria Jose running from huge tota, you know, like superimposed again. But this time we get a voiceover. Eileen, por favor, to explain this to me. Here we go. Okay. 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 Jesus says, the main character thinks she is imprisoned, but the viewer sees she can escape. The keys are always within reach, but she doesn't see them. Her imprisonment is a mental state because she hates herself so much that she is capable of self-mutilation. When she receives a letter from her beloved, she loses her mind, and in a kind of sacrifice, she begins to cut off pieces of her body and sends them, them to him in the mail. And we see in this home movie, Maria Jose raise a big knife and slice down. Mm-hmm. And then we see gloved hands opening a box with a letter in what I called murder letters, you know, like cut out from a magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. that say Fredo, <laughs> Fredo, basically. The voiceover continues. When the surgeon receives the fourth package with body parts, he realizes that it's actually her who is self-amputating. So the surgeon finally confesses to her that she was a Siamese twin. The father had to decide who would live, so he decided to kill the sister attached at the head. That's why the main character lived her whole life feeling guilty. And by the way, the surgeon that the father hired to make the dissection of the Siamese twins was he himself. So to redeem himself, he offered to reconstruct the dead Siamese twin with the body parts of the daughter. But then Interpol interrupts the surgery and the woman is left abandoned and eaten by her own hamster, the same one that chased her in her dream. Mm. And then we see that we're in the kitchen in the house, like we're back to, you know, our movie, not this home movie. 
And yeah. Jesus is telling Maria Jose this quote-unquote plot. Yeah. Pero la Maria Jose does not seem into it. She starts to carve some meat with an electric knife and Jesus just films her. What the fuck is this? I think it's very foreshadowy. Mm-hmm. This is some artsy-fartsy shit here that I was like, ¿sabes I don't quite get this. It's a little um, dense for me, but I yeah. do think there's something being said here. But I, uh, the, the reason I do also think it's so confusing to me is because at this point, these are the ramblings of an insane person. And so this is Jesus literally talking to Maria Jose being like, this and this and this and the appetition, they're the same person. And she's just listening like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Even Maria Jose, who's a little yeah. nuts. She's like, sure. Okay. Like, she doesn't quite get it. So you're like, oh, Jesus is not okay either, I think is Absolutely. what's also being suggested here. Yes. And also, I just want to say that I wrote electric knife. Nope. This is Chekhov's electric knife is 100%, what I wrote. 100%. 100%. We cut to camera footage in night vision of... Magdalena asleep. She wakes up and she turns on the light and she finds that Jesus is filming her in the middle of the night. So this, no, along with the, the this horrible plot that he just told Maria Jose, I was like, oh, things have shifted. Yeah. And he is doing this very purposefully now. He's freaking her out. Yeah. It's later on and Maria Jose goes in to check on Magdalena. She lifts her sheets and either cleans shit or blood. Or period. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was one of the two. I couldn't quite tell. Yeah. And now Magdalena's behavior changes here where she's like, go get me something to eat. Very like mandona. Go now. Get me something to eat. And Maria Jose goes off very obedient. And Maria, we get this like montage. Of her cooking. Of Maria Jose. Yeah. Making all the food. Like they look very like 70s inspired dishes, like hot dogs wrapped in dough with little like dots. There's a Twitter that I follow. It's called 70s Dinner Party. And it totally would be in that Twitter feed. 100 percent. I mean, I would eat the shit out of those hot dogs. And but she also makes like hot dogs and dough. Hell yeah. Absolutely. But she also makes like rice. She makes what looks like uh, meatballs Meatballs. and sauce, like very delicious looking food. And it also every time she does this. Like one day it's sunny, then it's rainy. She's wearing different outfits. So this is to show the passage of time. So a lot more time has passed here. Also, another way that they showed passage of time is right before we get Maria Jose cleaning the poop or the blood off of Magdalena, we see Magdalena, her feet are starting to move under Mm. the blanket. And I was like, yes, bitch, you Beatrix kiddo your ass out of this fucking house because. Wiggle your big toe. (laughs) Wiggle wiggle your big fucking toe. (laughs) Was that the line? I think that's the line. Yes, it is. Not fucking. You had it right. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So it's a few days, weeks. I don't know. A few days later. And Maria Jose is showing Magdalena their dad's old stained clothes when Maria Jose just starts to cry. Yeah. And Magdalena now very sweetly says to Maria Jose, hey, dad loved you. You were the light of his eyes and I was envious of you. And Maria Jose is still crying. She says, look, I never left the house. And then one day I had to leave for just a little bit. I don't know what happened. He fell. He broke his hip and he died three days later. And Magdalena just stares at her and said, 
dad fell down the stairs? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then Magdalena says, look, Maria Jose, it wasn't your fault. You looked after him with such dedication. A doctor never came to see me, right? And you took care- you're the one who took care of me. Look at me now. Like, you've been nursing me back to health. Right. And I loved this moment. First of all, because these two actresses are performing for us. The acting is Dude. fabulous. They are both real. I mean, they they're all unreal. Very good performances. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God, just be nice to each other. You can get out of this situation together. Please, yeah. please. please. I was like, she's nuts, but she took good <laughs> care of you. <laughs> please. OK, so we cut to Maria Jose wheeling Magdalena out into the living room and whoop, Magdalena sees the phone. OK. Cool. Yep. And Maria Jose serves her. I got to talk about this fucking sliced up 70s style banana with I'm going to assume is like a dollop of dulce de leche. Algo así, like a, a like a brown sauce, a chocolatey, maybe dulce de leche sauce, caramelo. Artsy algo. fartsy banana slice, though. I loved oh this my sliced God. up banana. <laughs> Gorgeous. It's what you would get at like a hotel, like hotel presentation of fruit. Again, it made me think 70s style presentation, Absolutely. which is Absolutely. another way to show like this house is dated. Oof. Yeah. But if somebody gave me a banana like that, I'd be like, how? How, how did Math. you do this? Math. <laughs> <laughs> so Maria Jose, you know, after giving the banana to Magdalena, she says, why did you hate me as a kid? And Magdalena says, girl, I didn't hate you. My mom died and my dad brought me here. Like, mm. Different brother and sister, like different mom. That I can't even imagine. Like that's Girl. tough. Yeah, it's not cool. Magdalena says, but I loved you, Maria Jose. So Maria Jose is here. I need to tell you a secret. The reason dad threw you out is because our mom made him choose between you and us. And there were three of us. So he made his choice, but he really didn't want you to leave. Fucked. And Magdalena is clearly upset by this news. Yeah. But then Magdalena then turns to Maria Jose and she says, it was Jesus who threw me down the stairs, right? Mm. Blink once if yes, two if no, but Maria Jose just stares at Magdalena. Magdalena is crying, doesn't get an answer, so Maria mm. Jose just wheels her back to the room, pero she doesn't lock the door. It's later that night and Magdalena wheels herself out of her room she goes up to that phone. She grabs the phone and ooh, jump scare. Ooh-y. It rings in her hand. Scared the shit out of me. So she immediately picks it up and we hear a man's voice. Hola. And so Magdalena's like, por favor, call the police. And the voice is like, yes, of course, we'll call the police. Give me the address. Just stay calm. They're on their way. But we notice this voice is coming from inside the room. So she looks behind her. It's coming her. from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> so she looks behind her and standing there in the dark in a pocket of terror is Jesus on the other line. So Magdalena's like, nope, fuck this. She starts to wheel herself back to her room and then... Maria Jose pops out from behind her and just calmly wheels her back into her bedroom. So, okay, I literally wrote down, because throughout my notes, I was just like, are they in cahoots? No, they're not in cahoots. Are they in cahoots? 
they're not in cahoots. Mm -hmm. And this moment I wrote, it's cahoots Mm. because she pops out from an area that seems to be where he is standing. And I'm like, you just, you're constantly on your toes of like, I'm not sure who to believe. I'm not sure if Maria Jose is saying this stuff about her dad having to choose between Magdalena and her family I don't know if that's meant to fuck with her head or if it's meant to be like, no, this is a caring moment. But then she yeah. leaves the door unlocked. So you're always questioning. Ev- you're like, did she do that on purpose? Yes. Everybody's motives at all times. You're like, I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it, too. Oh, absolutely. Dude, dude. it's it's mind games, mind games. All of, like a thousand this of them. Yeah. And so Maria Jose begins to, you know, lift Magdalena back into her bed. And Magdalena's all, I can't stand this anymore, Maria Jose. I want to leave. I want to go home. But Maria Jose says, you're already home. You're Dorothy. Actually, you're more so Dorothy than I am because I'm already home. Oh, God. And then in comes Jesus to make this situation even worse. And he's got a box full of adapters. Remember the adapters he promised like back five years <laughs> Seven ago? Seven years ago? Yeah. And then he's like, hey, Magdalena, maybe one of these will work for you. And he just turns over that box of adapters and they go spilling all over the floor. He leaves and Maria Jose cleans up the adapters and she hands the box to Magdalena. And I was like, girl, try one of those now. Charge that phone now. Yeah. And then again, we see Maria Jose watching The Wizard of Oz for the millionth time with Tota. This time, though, when Jesus comes in to join and put his head on her shoulder, she shrugs him off. Ooh. Meanwhile, Magdalena is trying these adapters. None of them work, but she sees one still on the wheelchair right next to her bed. But when she's reaching for the adapter, she falls off the bed. She screams. Maria Jose hears this and she comes to help her get back into the bed. And Magdalena says, look, Jesus is dangerous. We need to get out of here. Come with me to Spain. And Maria Jose clearly is like, oh, this is a possibility. And shocker, the adapter doesn't fucking work. Of course. Cut to later. Maria Jose has a surprise for Magdalena. She wheels her to the piano, and and on the piano is the Dorothy costume. She tries to shove Magdalena's foot into one of the slippers, but it doesn't fit. And she says to her, until you become Dorothy Gale, you can't go back home. We then cut to Jesus's home movie. Again, that horrible running in place, Maria Jose running from huge Tota. So weird. But this time he superimposes Magdalena's face on top of Maria Jose, and it's Horrifying. Like, it's straight up Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was going to say, it's Texas. There's no eyes. He cuts out the eyes and the mouth, but everything else is is Magdalena's face. And he, like, <laughs> he, like, pins it to the face of, yeah. of uh, Maria Jose so that when she's running, it's kind of, like, bouncing along. It's so fucking creepy. It's fucked. So this Maria Jose slash Magdalena hybrid runs being chased by keys, an hourglass, which I called a sand clock. I was like, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> a sand clock. It's an hourglass. A sand clock. <laughs> and a painting of Jesus. Jesus mm. Christ. Okay. We then cut to Magdalena in full Dorothy getup, weekly singing a song called Un Pasito y Otro Mas. I didn't know this. I thought that she was first singing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. 
in Spanish. That's what I thought, too. I looked it up. It's I think it's called Un Pasito y Otro Más by Axel Krieger. But like the main line she keeps singing over and over is no hay lugar como el hogar. There's no place like home in Spanish, yeah. of course, while Maria Jose plays the piano. But then Jesus shows up. He goes to a nearby closet and he starts to go through it. And he turns to Magdalena and he's like, weren't you going to stay here for only two weeks? And then he pulls out a phone to check the date. And Magdalena sees it's her phone. He straight up Dude. stole her cell phone. Puta. Again, purposefully doing this, like pulling out the phone so she can see. So Maria Jose is like, Jesus, give her her phone back and respect her privacy. And Jesus says, actually, she's invading our privacy. Hey, Magdalena, did you know that if I shoot you on my private property, I wouldn't go to jail? And so he pulls out a fucking, like, rifle. Escopeta. Puta, and he points it. He points it at Magdalena. Jesus says to Magdalena, you just want our money, and then you're going to leave Maria Jesus homeless. So it seems that he also now knows the Spain plan that they've been discussing. And he's trying to turn Maria Jose against absolutely La, La Magdalena. Yes. Yeah. So he then wheels Magdalena to the living room and he plays a video for Magdalena and Maria Jose. And it's footage of Magdalena from earlier in the movie saying things like, I'm not going to ruin my life for a psycho. There are places that specialize in taking care of people like Maria Jose. So he was filming her this whole time, which when wow. I watched the second time, I was like, oh, shit, he's got the camera there. Dude. Psychopata, psychopata, oh my God. psychopata, psychopata. Right. Repeated it over repeating. and over in this footage. I was like, ooh, this is fucking jacked. This is, I mean, it's evil blackmail right now. Yeah. So Maria Jose is watching this too. She freaks out and she leaves. And Magdalena turns to Jesus and she says, you're the psychopata for keeping Maria Jesus locked up here. But guess what? We're leaving. And then Maria Jose shows up. And she's got a fetus in a jar. Bro. Oh, whoa. And she says, look who's here. This fetus is more entitled to the herencia, the, the, you know, the inheritance, because he was born in this house. Magdalena, did you know that Jesus and Bernardo, who I was like, who the fuck is Bernardo? The fetus? ¿Quién es Bernardo? I believe it's the fetus. She's so like, Jesus and Bernardo, this fetus, they're boyfriends. Mama wanted a little girl, but Jesus said it was going to be a boy, and he was right. If you look close in, closely, he even has a dick. El sí que tiene pito. El sí que tiene pito. El sí que tiene pito. She continues, Jesus fell in love with him, pero Bernardo is not a maricón. He just pities Jesus. And as this is hap happening, they're just encircling Magdalena's wheelchair. And then Jesus goes to grab the jar. Maria Jose drops it. It smashes. So he smacks the shit out of her and grabs her hair and is like making her look at the mess. And Maria Jose is screaming to Magdalena for help. But I was like, girl, she's in a wheelchair. How? How is she supposed to help you? So, <laughs> at this point, I was just like eyes wide open. Like, what Bro, is going on? This whole like he was in love with Bernardo. And I was like, OK, este bebé is obviously they had to take it out of the dead mom when she died. That's what we are meant to assume. But I also was like. How did she die? This is why I bring up he was in love with Bernardo. And this, did that have anything to do with like how your mom died? Yeah. And like, 
Like what it's what I mean, this does never this never gets explained, but it's enough for you to like to just uh, it dropped into both of our heads. Like, yeah, maybe these two or El Jesus, quien sabe, is responsible for the death of the mom. Yeah. I mean, just more fucked up on top. Just fucked up, fucked up, fucked up. Climbing that fuck up mountain. Climbing the hill of fucked up in this. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, okay. Maria Jose is like, help me, help me, as she's, you know, as he's Jesus is holding her hair. But then Jesus lets her go. So Maria Jose grabs Magdalena's wheelchair. She wheels her back into the bedroom and she's very roughly taking off the Dorothy costume. And meanwhile, Jesus is just holding that holding fetus. little Bernardo fetus and crying. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> God. It's a while later. And Maria Jose goes in to see Magdalena and Magdalena is like, girl, let's leave. Yeah. Let's go to Spain like we discussed. And Maria Jose says, if you want to go home so bad, then the slippers have to fit. Oh, boy. So she goes up to Magdalena with a syringe. She injects Magdalena and Magdalena passes the fuck out. Oh, boy. We cut to Maria Jose filling a bucket with ice. She puts Magdalena's feet into the bucket, and after soaking the feet so they're numb, she takes out, what did you call it? Chekhov's? Chekhov's electric knife. Here it comes. She takes out (laughs) Chekhov's electric knife, and we don't see it, but she carves off Magdalena's toes. I was voguing. I was like, please do not show. Oh, my God. Because that Chekhov's electric carving knife gets super close. It, it, it's almost worse, though, what they show us because we get home video footage. I assume Jesus's movie that he's been working on. Yeah. Of meat being sliced, like from before when yeah. Maria Jose was slicing meat. We see two conjoined babies being cut apart and we see two women Cut out women, cartoon women, I will say, with yeah. bleeding eyes and cut out smiling mouths, cheersing each other with champagne. And then in comes Tota the guinea pig and eats one of the women. And I just wrote here in all caps, what the fuck? So this is basically the movie that he was talking about. We're seeing it because in the movie he discussed, he says at the end she's eaten by her hamster. Yes. And here comes Tota to eat Mm -hmm. this, which is, again, another artsy fartsy moment where we're like, yes, mostly understand this, but also, no, I don't understand. I mean, because Maria Jose and Magdalena are not conjoined twins. No. If anything... If the people who might be twins are are Maria Jose and Jesus. If anything, maybe this has to do with Bernardo the fetus and his obsession with that baby. Pero the women saying salud es que it's a little convoluted, convoluted. And I don't quite get it. Yeah. But maybe that's the point that you're just like, he's fucking insane. Jesus is insane. Okay. Or we're doing those. I mean, that's a fact. We are absolutely th- doing those. <laughs> that might be that might be ninety five percent of this. <laughs> Somebody, please explain it to these explain two. To us. Explain art to us. We are no good. What art is? <laughs> what is art? Okay, so we cut to Magdalena. She's now on an IV drip because she's fucked up. She has no toes. And we see Maria Jose wrapping up Magdalena's bloody feet. Maria Jose cuts the remaining bandage with those huge ass scissors we saw before, and she places the scissors on the table next to Magdalena. 
And Maria Jose tells Magdalena, it was gangrene that made me cut off your toes. And I was like, yeah, sure, bitch. No, no it was not. It wasn't fucking grand gangrene. If anything, you're going to give her gangrene now. Gangrene by cutting off her toes. With a fucking electric carving knife that you were using to chop up roast beef earlier this week. Like, what no. the fuck? And all the while, you know... La pobre Magdalena is on all these drugs. She is very, oh, very out of it right now. Awake, out pero of it. out of it. Yeah. So Maria Jose tries to get Magdalena to drink some water, pero la Magdalena pushes the glass to the floor. So Maria Jose goes to pick it up. And when she turns back, Magdalena stabs her in the gut with the scissors. And again, didn't see this coming. What's funny is when she turned around to pick up the glass to myself, I said, girl, grab those scissors and stab her. And when Damn. she turned around, I was like, yes, I felt super validated. I was like, fuck, yeah, kill that whore. <laughs> Damn. Pero la Maria Jose says, ay, no pasó nada, nada grave. Mm. And I was like, girl, you just got stabbed in the gut. With scissors. Oh, 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 wow. Humongous scissors. Huge fucking scissors. And so Maria Jose goes to the bathroom. She begins, she's like, tries to wrap up this wound, which is fully, she like buttons her shirt back up. It's bleeding through her shirt. She is wounded here. So she goes back into the bedroom and she says to Magdalena, do you really want to go to Spain with me? Not anymore, I don't. <laughs> You fucking bitch. Are you kidding me? You chop off my goddamn toes. I just stabbed you in the gut with a pair of scissors. You really think that you and I are going to be strolling through the streets of Madrid having a fucking dope ass time? You tripping, girl. Let's go. Call a cab. I'm ready to go to the yeah. airport. Vámonos. Barcelona, vámonos. No joda, hijo de la gran puta. And then we cut to Maria Jose packing her bags. She is ready. I'm going to Spain. Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's finish off this insanity. So we're back in Magdalena's room. Jesus comes in and he straight up points the camera and that big ass gun escopeta right at her, at Magdalena. And he says, if you had to choose, which would you prefer? One blink means a gunshot to the head. Two blinks means being burnt alive on the balcony. And three blinks means smothered with a pillow. Wow. And Magdalena doesn't react, so he throws her from the bed to the ground. He's still pointing the gun at her, and he asks her again, choose. But she remains silent. And he says, I'm not like Maria Jose, who has fun pushing you down the stairs. If I have to choose, the game is over. And I thought here, I don't believe him. Did you believe him? <sighs> at this point, I believed him the least mm. of... Everyone. It's not beyond like the, the realm of possibility that Maria Jose pushed her down the stairs. But I was like, no, I don't believe you. If anything, if Maria Jose were to push down Magdalena, it would be Munchausen's like, let me keep you diseased so that you can stay and I can feel fulfilled because she did that to her father mm. and had this moment of regret that when she left him alone the one time mm -hmm. turns out that's when he fell down the stairs but then you think oh but who was doing that who was pushing the old man down the stairs who pushed him down the stairs it was fucking jesus who pushed the dad down the stairs exactly which is at this point still speculation but like you're, yes you, <laughs> 
speculation. But in your brain, you're like, okay, clearly Jesus it's pushed el, the papa yeah. down the stairs. And I think he pushed fucking Magdalena down the stairs. I think so too. But I think these, these, the script and these directors are smart in that you're like, yeah, most likely, but she could have done it too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So still Magdalena says nothing, even though he's like, choose, choose. So Jesus is like, okay, I'll choose. And he is about to shoot her in the face when, bam, Maria Jose whacks him on the head with an oxygen tank. He goes down. Maria Jose goes to Magdalena. She's helping her up. And she's like, listen, we're leaving today for Spain. Girl, no, you're not. Girl, you cut off my You cut up my fucking toes. You crazy? (laughs) But then they hear a noise and they turn and they see that Jesus has climbed into the dad's wheelchair. Mm. And he says, imitating his dad's voice, all three of my kids are fucked up. One without a heart who abandoned her father. The other, a maricon. The other, so sweet, but missing her brains. Guess who I am? And then he grabs the gun, puts it in his mouth and blows his brains out. Interesting Uh that I didn't pick up until this very moment where you might have Mm -hmm. Wizard of Oz without a heart, without a brain. Mm -hmm. What was what would Maricon be? Uh, Cowardly, cowardly lion. Yeah, that's that's totally what it is. Interesting here that the like the Maricon stuff didn't like usually I'm like, I don't like this because, you know, I'm gay and I don't I don't I don't. But in this movie, it was very purposeful. Mm-hmm. Because there is a lot of machismo and homophobia in Latin America. And this yes. was used purposefully in a way, I think, to illuminate that. Like yeah. literally Magdalena and Maria Jose laugh at him because he mm-hmm. is effeminate and all that stuff. But it didn't. Interesting that it didn't bother me because it was like used as a specific plot device. Yeah. Yes. To divide. Agreed. It, it, yeah. it had purpose. It was specific. It wasn't just like, hey, you fucking F word. Yeah. It was like, remember when you were called an F word kind of it thing? It was Maricon? used for the games. So, yeah. yes, you know what? I, I'm i going to admit something to you. I didn't catch that. The Wizard of Oz. I didn't catch it now until this very moment hearing you say it out loud. La Magdalena, without a heart, she's the Tin Man. Tin Man. La Maria Jose, without a brain, no she's brain, the scarecrow. scarecrow. Y el Jesús. Cowardly lion. Es el, the cowardly, is the lion. We're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? We're not, because we literally just got it. <laughs> anyway, so Jesús has blown his brains out. God damn. Uh, I, 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 crazy. So Maria Jose freaks out. She runs to him. She's crying over his dead body. She's like, please don't die before me, which I was like, girl, that's fucked. That's fucked. Dude, fucked. And I I also wrote, let him die. Oh my God, he sucks, please. And then, bam! Magdalena shoots Maria Jose in her side, killing her instantly. Instantly. I didn't see that coming. Me neither. I, again, out loud was like, oh, holy shit. And then we see little Tota just standing in a pool of blood at their feet. I wrote, don't kill Tota. Please. Oh, I was waiting. Like, I was like, don't you shoot that guinea pig. Don't you kill Tota. Not Tota. She's just dead. She didn't do it because (laughs) you kind of linger on her. And I was like, that guinea pig is going to explode in a million pieces when she shoots her. Pero she doesn't. Okay, Just before the very because we're right there. Yeah. So 
this moment is when I was like, they're the Siamese twins because here comes Tota, the hamster, to quote, she didn't eat them alive, but she was like in the blood and like yeah. maybe licking She's it and in stuff the like blood. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, is this what that is? Like, I know there's something there connecting of because, okay, so let's take the fact that Magdalena was like, he like to wear women's clothes and imitate women and in the story that he's writing the woman is cutting off her she's amputating herself so that this surgeon can use the dead Siamese sister to bring her back to life with the pieces of the other sister yes yes so he he would be the reconstructed body part sister and there is Tota standing in the blood at the end, like to, yeah. to quote unquote eat them. You know what? I would say, like many things in this movie, absolutely question mark. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely question mark. I don't think I've fully pinpointed it, but Same. I think I'm in the vicinity and yes. there's something there. There's a connection here. Absolutely. Because they are dead on top of each. Well, you know, she's like slumped on him on his lap. Yes. Yeah. So we get our final shot. It's, you know, like an aerial shot, I will say. Right, you know, right above them, we see Magdalena just laying on the floor, the gun in her hands. Maria Jose and Jesus dead. Fin de la película. Over beautiful artwork here at the end, though, we get our credits, like gorgeous paintings that I believe were hanging in the house. Just wanted to shout that out. And uh, (laughs) that's the end of this fucked up movie. Great job, dude. Yep. What a movie. What a film. All right. Let's get into some trivia. So I found an article called uh, CuatroBastardos.com. Oh. (laughs) Four Bastards. And it's a a review of this movie. um, And it's called Piedra, Papel y Tijera. No hay lugar como el hogar. And it's written by Jimena Brennan. And there was just a little line in there that I really liked that I was like, yeah, that's true. And I and it was confirmed in other articles that I was looking at, but that um, a lot of this of the vibes that this movie was um, giving was misery, like we said earlier. One hundred percent. Yeah. And whatever happened to baby Jane, which I was mm. like, definitely. So Hell yeah. I, I was like, OK, two great movies featuring wheelchairs. So I found an article uh, that basically gave little bios of our directors. And this article is from alaneroFilmSales.com. It says, meet Macarena Garcia Lenzi and Martin Glauson. And so it says here, Macarena Garcia Lenzi is an Argentine playwright and theater director. She directed Tripas Corazón. Ni un primo, un amigo, nada. Sangre de mi sangre and mis cosas preferidas, which was a solo show presented in Buenos Aires, Barcelona, Madrid, Aviles, and San Jose, Costa Rica. Oh, cool. The film Piedra, Papel y Tijera is her debut feature that she wrote and co-directed with Martin Bluson. It's an adaptation of her play Sangre de mi Sangre, like you said. She studied drama in Buenos Aires and film, costume design, and editing in Barcelona, which wow. is cool. Now a little bit on Martin Bluson. He's an Argentine 
editor and screenwriter. He wrote La Memoria del Muerto and El Estabón Podrido, both by Valentin J. Dement. So, El Estabón Podrido. Like a rotten stick. <laughs> the rotten stick. <laughs> <laughs> he also collaborated on the scripts of Hermanos de Sangre by Daniel de la Vega, and, among others. He was the editor of The Memory of the Dead, The Rotten Link, Necrophobia by Daniel de la Vega, La Valija de Bernavides by Laura Casabe, among others. He directed the documentary El Sentido Derby that premiered at Bafisi 2016. The film Piedra, Papel y Tijera is co-directed with Macarena Garcia Lenzi and is his feature debut as well. Wow. And then here are some of the awards and festivals that it that Piedra, Papel y Tijera uh, was featured in. So it was it, feature, it was featured in Fright Fest UK 2019, uh, the Fantastic Fest in the USA 2019. It was the official selection of Nocturna Madrid Film Festival in Spain 2019. Oh, uh, official selection of Brooklyn Horror Fest USA cool. 2019. It was the winner of the Best Ibero-American Director in Fantaspoa in Brazil. Oh. Fantaspoa? I'm not sure. Winner of Best Screenplay also in Fantaspoa in Brazil. And also Best Actress for Valeria Giorcelli in mm. Fantaspoa, Brazil. I found an interview on YouTube from a channel called Directores AB. And uh, it was just like a little six-minute thing on this movie which is very cool and uh, they interviewed the two directors so Macarena Garcia says that Piedra Papel y Tijera is like it was titled this because you never know what the outcome will be who the alliances are who each character will embody and what weapon they will use on each other so wow, it's yeah. like it's literally the mind game of rock paper scissors They used a three-story house that was owned by a friend of Macarena's that had set, her friend had seven siblings. So that fucking Jesus. house must have had a bunch of other rooms we didn't see. And it was owned by marmoleros, which are people that work with marble, hence the reason why there's marble everywhere. Wow. And uh, that there's statues and all that stuff. And she said it looked so much like a sanctuary with all these saints and stuff like that. And it matched the vibe, that, like coincidia is the word she said, with the siblings who are named Jesus, Maria Jose, y Magdalena. Mm. And uh, with all the religious aspects also so she said this place looking so much like a sanctuary and looking like it's just falling apart it's been sitting there for years is the vibe she was trying to get so martin blusong being an editor had more of the experience with like the cinema part of it all and uh, it took over a year to edit and uh, macarena said she you know really relied on his expertise in that and she on the other hand was the one that had more experience with actors and with the script and the theater part of it all. Mm. So she said working together with him really was like a melding of both of their knowledge, which is very cool. And that's the end of my trivia. I love it. I also found a YouTube video from a channel called Elian Aguilar, 
like I said, on YouTube. And the, the video was about the movie and it's called Piedra, Papel y Tijera, Entrevistas Exclusivas. And in it, uh, the actress Valeria Giorcelli, who played Maria Jose, said that she found the the play version to be a lot more intense and dark, which I was like, really? Holy fuck. I believe that she was in the original production. Cool. I think I could be wrong, uh, but I think she might have been. Also, Agustina Servino, who played Magdalena, she said that uh, she was sick for a while, like she was in this movie. Remember when she's like, oh, I was sick, but then I got better. And Macarena, the director, waited for her to get better so that she could be in this movie to play Magdalena, which I thought was very, very cool. And Pablo, eh, Pablo, ¿cómo se llama? Sigal, who played eh, El Jesús, he said that the rehearsal period was very thorough and very helpful. So it seems like they almost rehearsed this as a play, which is very, very they, cool. They did, because in that interview that I saw on, on YouTube, uh, Martín explains that they had a lot of time beforehand. Not a lot. Actually, they didn't have a They had very little film day time. Mm, they did, mm-hmm. Filming days were very short. Yeah. So they really used the other time to like rehearse and use the space and all that stuff. So yeah, that's which is very smart. So apparently that was very, very helpful. So let's talk about these actors a little bit. We'll begin with Agustina Servino, who, like I said, played Magdalena. She was born June 18th, 1975, a Gemini. You can oh. check out her you can check out her Instagram at Agustina.servino. Servino, pero you know, like on Insta, just with the N. And at her Insta. There is a link tree, which, by the way, everybody, Eileen made us a fucking link tree. Use it because it's very thorough. Thank you for doing that, Eileen. It's amazing and beautiful. My pleasure. So on on Agustina's link tree, you can see, you know, you click on it. You can see uh, her reel there. You can see photos of productions she's been in and you can find her resume. And some credits on her resume include... Tito Andronico, Titus Andronicus. Ooh, dark. And also Sangre de Mi Sangre. So she was in this play. Among many, many other productions, she's done a lot of theater. She's also done film, television, and I believe commercial work. And she teaches Ashtanga Yoga. (gasps) No way, brethren. (laughs) You can find her also like her Instagram yoga thing at yoga.con.agus. So check cool. that out. So let's talk very, very briefly about Valeria Giorcelli, who played Maria Jose. She is also in, on Instagram. You can find her at Vale Giorcelli. And on her Instagram, there is a link to view her, her reel on Vimeo. So please check that out. I also found Pablo Sigal on IMDb. It says that he is an actor and assistant director known for Privado, La Flor, and Embrace Me. And you can also (laughs) find him on Instagram at Pablo Sigal. And there's a link there that will lead you to listen to his music on Spotify. Fun. And uh, there are only two songs on Spotify, but I listened to his song. Actually, I think I listened to them both and I liked them. They're kind of like slow, grungy rock is how I'll describe them. I liked them. Fun. 
My last little bit of trivia is if you look up Sangre de Mi Sangre on YouTube, the play, you can find a video with snippets from the, I believe, the original production at the Teatro no Anfitrion in Buenos Aires, Argentina in August of 2013. And I was like, is that fucking, ¿cómo se llama? La, La Valeria Giorgelli. I couldn't quite tell, but I was like, I think that's her. Playing La La Maria Jose. And that is my trivia for today. Lovely. How about I ask you some questions? Please. Jonathan, were you scared? Yes. I will say, yes, I was scared. I was unnerved. I was, you know, creeped. So I count that as being scared. So, yes. I was scared. How about you? Me too. I was weirded out for a long Oof. time. I thought it was ghosts. <laughs> and you yeah. know I'm scared of ghosts. So, I, yes, I was scared for a long time. I thought it was ghosts. Um, what was your best scare? My best scare was the Maria Jose video when she's in the video with superimposed Magdalena on top. Texas Chainsaw Massacre style of her running around. I did not like that. That creeped me out. What about you? Well, I have two. Great. <laughs> One was before when I thought it was ghosts. When she starts screaming at the corner, I was like, something's there. And I got really scared. Um, <laughs> but then that. the other one for me is the shot of... Jesus in the pocket of terror Oof. making the phone call in the house. I was like, that is creepy as fuck. Fuck that yes. guy. Uh, who was your favorite character? I'm going to give it to Maria Jose. Look, I know she was nuts, but I felt for her. I know she cut off those toes. She's <laughs> bonkers nuts, but I really was like, yes, the two of you should leave. Go to Spain. You will be so much healthier if you don't have to be in this house stuck here con el, con el Jesús. Por favor, go. Yeah. I, I really felt for her. Um, that being said, you know, it, it was tough to pick from these three. Well, that's not true. It was tough to pick because the performances were very, very good. I agree. These three nailed. But if I had to pick one, I would say Maria Jose. What about you? I'm in complete agreement. Maria Jose, she did she did such a good job of just like having this something's up with her, like childlike uh, in a woman, in a grown woman vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also like that turn from zero to a hundred when she turns and says that thing to to Magdalena. And she's like, they get the race negra jodida or whatever she Ufa. said. And like, I think she was fucking great. And again, also to reiterate what you said, the three of these people fucking nailed this movie. Uh, what was your best line? Maria Jose's line, que facil es acusar. Because I thought, you know, you know, like we're always trying to pick our thesis statements. Yeah. That one really, really, that carries a lot of weight. That is absolutely the thesis statement of this film. Que yeah. facil yeah. es acusar. Because everybody's pointing their finger sure. and alliances and such. Yeah. What about you? What was yours? I had two. Oh, great. Toto es mi peru. Mi peru. Toto es mi peru. Just because I laughed so fucking hard. Yeah. And then the other one was just because I was like, whoa, dude. El sí que tiene pito. El sí que tiene pito. And I was like, that is 
so it was so jarring and like I, I and she just kept saying it. El sí que tiene pito. El sí que tiene pito. I was like, uh, uh, it's oh, a dig uh, at him. It's a dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had the best death? I'm gonna say Maria Jose because I did not see that shit coming. I, I honestly, I'm like, why did she shoot her? I kind of mm-hmm. wish she hadn't shot her. Pero that that was very very surprising to me. I think that moment, mine is also that, agreed. I think that moment is because at the end of the day, we weren't supposed to be trusting Magdalena either. Yes, absolutely. Where you're like, why did you do that? Yeah. You fucking just, she wasn't even threatening you. I get it. She cut off your toes. I will repeat. (laughs) She cut off your toes. But I was, I didn't like that, that choice. I didn't want her to shoot her. At the end, we're like, oh, Everyone's at fault here. Yes, somebody got their toes chopped off. Yeah. But like everyone was playing mind games. Everybody. It could, because Magdalena saying, Vámonos a España, venite conmigo, todo eso. We never is. We don't know if that is true. We Absolutely. don't know if she is playing games with her infantile sister because yeah. she wants to get the fuck out of this crazy house. And it also makes me think of that video with Maria Jose running with the keys. Like maybe the key is you've seen it the whole time. You just have to kill them to get out. Yeah. You have to kill them. Maybe that's the key. Oof. Tough. (laughs) Did you learn anything (laughs) from the culture? Nah, not really. I mean, I'll say I learned araña pochito, which is a Chilean spider, pero that's Chile or Chilean tarantula. A... A few words, like a few like slang words, I guess, like that I didn't know, but none that are really sticking out. I don't think so. Not very much. Did you? Nah, not at all. How many always do you give this movie? Okay, look, I don't need to see this movie again. It's very dark, but I gave it a three and a half. I think this is a good movie. I do think some of the themes got a little convoluted. Like they had a lot of very kind of like artsy fartsy ideas in here that all of them did not land Mm -hmm. they didn't i think that's clear maybe also i didn't catch them all but i was very much invested in this film and it it made me think it's continue it continues to make me think but i i give it three and a half specifically to the strength of the performances of these Mm -hmm. three people because the three of them did such good work, and yeah. I was really, really impressed. So I'm going to give this movie a three and a half. What about you? I'm also giving three and a half. Yeah. Because there were literally her falling down the stairs. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> not knowing if it was ghosts or not. <laughs> and uh, and then when finally getting my footing in this movie, like being like, who do I trust? You forget that sometimes the scariest things that can be built in your head is your head makes those thoughts. Mm. And I think, you know, mind games and manipulation, if done and written correctly, can really, really land and feel really, really good when you're watching them. And then plus we have these performances that are fucking like you're just you're constantly on your toes and then sometimes you're not when your sister cuts them <laughs> off with a Chekhov. When they get chopped off, well, you're on your own. Listen, if Chekhov's fucking electric knife is around, you better watch out, dude. I just think, in general, 
as a movie, incredibly engaging. You'd never know what's around the corner exactly like a game of rock, paper, scissors. So totally. Can I just add something very, very quickly? Of course. About this film that is a tough thing to recognize and realize, but I think serves this movie and this movie highlights it is racism and homophobia in Latin America. Yeah. It subtly brings these things up. It doesn't quite, it doesn't, it doesn't deal with them. It just brings them up and it shed and it just kind of like shines a light on a light on them very briefly just to be like, by the way, this exists here. It builds the world that they're in. It shows who they are a little bit more and how they how they respond and how they talk about racism and homophobia. And I think that's really important. And how they use their own racism and and homophobia as weapons. As weapons, yes. Which I was like, oh, that's fucked. Anyway, okay, great. We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we thank you so much for being in this horrible house with us, but we're going to get the fuck out of here because... Dank in here. Get me the fuck out. Too much marble, too much. Just do the countertop on your kitchen and that's all you need. You don't need the full dang house. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review... Follow us on our redes sociales at Uikyorror on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us an email at Uikyorror at gmail.com. Thank you to Sonoro. You're super cool. You can follow them on their redes sociales at Sonoro Podcast. Eileen, uh-huh. never push me down a flight of stairs, please. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, can we watch Wizard of Oz 17 times in a row, please? Uh, Only if you'll stroke my hair. What little I have left. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll get you a guinea pig, put it on top of your head, and then Uh, (laughs) stroke away. And that'll be it. I fucking love you very much. I fucking love you too. We'll see you guys in la próxima semana. Adios. Adios. Uy, que horror. Es una producción de Sonoro. Produced by Jonathan Atkinson and Eileen Clark. Edición y mezcla, Karina Riverol. Escuche Uy Que Horror en cualquier plataforma donde escuchen podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Adiós. Adiós. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.